Hi. We're probably getting some We are. Oh my goodness. It's what we do every time. I just like totally started and you're just not ready. You just surprise me. Every hey, what's time. your new name? Oh, um Oh no, what's my new name? Oh, um Spiky. Spiky. And I'm supposed to be Rosemary because that's, that's right. according to according to our five year old. That is our those are our new names. But our podcast is called Squall and Lucy. So we'll let you figure out which one we really are. Are we Spiky and Rosemary or Squall and Lucy? Or something else? I think I'm Spiky. I'm going to introduce myself in crowds and groups of people as Spiky. Spiky. And Rosemary. Yes. Because I think it'd be funny if people just keep going and be like, oh, hey, Spiky, what do you think? Mm hmm. I think that would be really interesting. <laughs> I was going to say we could move somewhere, but are you plugged in because your battery is perilously low? I mean, it's not perilously That's low not anymore, but it was perilously low because it was down to like 5%. 5%? And I don't ever have it down to 5%. So, see, wasn't there something that, uh, I, I mean, yes, this is actually probably pretty accurate, but there was something I saw that was a Facebook thing that there are people who freak out when there's like, Maybe you're missing a quarter of a tank of gas, and there's people who are, like, running on empty, and they both, like, are usually married to each other, and I feel like <laughs> you and I are that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm someone who wants to be fully charged all the time, and you're the one who, like... My, my battery's at 15%, I'm not even concerned. And you're not even concerned, and I get super concerned when it's, like, under 50%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you can't use my phone. And the kids are all like, think I'm crazy. I don't Probably know. Because they're an Android user. <laughs> Why is that? Because, like, at least back in the old days, Android phones used to lose, use their battery right, right away. Oh. Like, they would go, like, for, like, 100 to, like, 40%. In, like, no time. Well, I don't do that so much, but I definitely go from, like, like, once I hit 50% and below, then it goes faster, it feels. I don't know if that's accurate or not, though. It just feels that way. Nonetheless. Anyway, what are you up to? Oh, I am um, kind of spazzing about work because we're going to release an app. And, like, you are spazzing app. about work because you're working right now, which is, like, crazy. It's, like... Almost 10 o'clock at night, and you're spazzing about work. Well, I mean, we're missing a couple of days because we're going to a funeral. I know, we are missing a couple of days. I'm trying to get an app up for testing in the middle you of the night. You should be able to work in the morning on Friday. That's good. I mean, I don't want to work too hard, though. It'll be okay. Yeah. I'm just I think you should to be able to work in bugs fixed as I can. It's, it's hard to resist the allure of fixing a bug. You're like, I can make that work. Or it's more like, Oh my goodness, people are going to touch this. They're going to find out it doesn't work. Hmm. Like, I found out I can't set my profile photo in the app right now. I don't know why. Uh-oh, someone's up. Come Who on, is that I child? <laughs> Which child is up? It sounds like they're coming downstairs. They're trying to. It's 9.45, guys, at night. They should not be awake. They're yeah, little. You think if they were waking up like this, too, they would, like, step Quieter until they go clonk, 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 and then they just dropped all the cups from the bathroom. <laughs> yep, that's what they do. They're silly. Yeah, they're silly. Yeah. So, yeah, we have to go to a funeral on Friday. Because mm -hmm. my grandmother died. 
but she was 93 and she was holding on for a long time. It's sad to see her go because she was holding on. It's, some, it's one of those cases where it just felt like, oh, you're just going to keep living like forever mm, yeah. because you just you just keep fighting this or that. And then something finally she didn't recover from. And so, yeah, she has gone on and we are praying for her soul and everybody around, like all our families and... Um, just hopefully, I don't know. I always wonder about like things like dementia, like if that's like part of purgatory, because like you're like your brain's not quite all the way right, and you like everything hurts, and like I don't know. At least from listening to my mom talk about like how she was really angry at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, is it because your soul has already left your body, or is it like? Are you fighting in the in the throes of purgatory, being refined? I wonder. Hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm being weirdly philosophical. 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 Kelly falafel. Falafel. I had some falafel on Easter. I did. Because your mom served falafel for Easter. Not everybody has falafel on Easter, but we did. That's right. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably inspired by my brother or something. No, it was inspired by the fact you had vegan oh, people coming to Easter. Yeah, brother likes that stuff, though. So maybe. He does. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's the vegan part. <laughs> so he's like, she probably, because it was like falafel in a bag from Costco or something. That's fair, your mom. <laughs> I sometimes wonder, like... I mean, I've never made falafel from scratch. So. Yeah, well, we've never made it. And it's supposedly hard to make, I think. I don't know. Well, what's, like, chickpea flour and such or something or ground chickpeas and such so yeah it probably would be difficult but she loved costco as like most americans do <laughs> we just don't have space for costco in our little house and no, i think i'm don't. just gonna keep saying we don't have space for costco someone wants to get me something from costco well i have no space for it <laughs> <laughs> literally like it's just i don't know we live in a smaller house and I love living in the smaller house because honestly, like we have like community in our neighborhood because of that. We don't have people that don't talk to each other as neighbors. We actually know our neighbors' names and we actually know how they're doing. Like we check up on them and Mm -hmm. things and we talk outside in our front lawns at each other and or to each other, not at each other. At you. We're talking at you, yeah. <laughs> we try. There's two houses in our neighborhood for sale, and if so, the one person that actually listens to our podcast, you should buy one of them so you can be part of our awesome community. That's right. And it's not a cult. However, they're gonna do art projects. It's a neighborhood. It's a neighborhood. I know. <laughs> I'm just gonna say the Lord, like, because sometimes community can be a cult, like, but this is not community. It's not a cult. But they are going to apparently have, like, art in our little circle, like our traffic circle thing. That's not really, really? a traffic circle, but they're supposed to, like, have... Yeah, they're going to have community art. Yeah, the art studio is going to do that. So that's, that's like, pretty, pretty cool. awesome. Huh. We have a chocolate shop. We have a coffee shop. We have an art studio. We have a really good, like, they do local produce and serving imports, <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> awesome. But then also we have some convenience stores, and we have um, some antique stores, and... A nice, friendly gas station that has... You can get your car repaired there and everything, too. And um, What else is here? Is that all? 
there's more things down. There's like some restaurants. There's a Cuban restaurant. There's a um, uh, Ethiopian restaurant. There's a um, Guatemalan restaurant. There's all kinds of fun things. And if you go further that way, like if you go further towards our our zoo, the zoo is not down the street too. So all great things to come and yeah. live in our neighborhood. And there's two houses for sale. And if you actually listen to this and you want to know more about it, you can um, contact me. You can contact me through my Instagram, which is like Kira.Kirak, I think. And I will get you <laughs> some information. And you really should buy the houses that are near us because we would be awesome neighbors to you. We love our neighbors, and we want you to be part of that. I just really want really good neighbors. I just all I, I just want people that are gonna be like, hey, and then people that my kids can run by, and or somehow maybe even plant. No weird neighbors. No, we don't need the ones that add the police call on them. I mean, (laughs) they are a part of God's family. We still love them, but we really just don't want. To have, like, five police cars outside our house randomly and be like, uh, what's going on? Because <laughs> I've had that once, but just so you yeah. know. It doesn't happen all the time in our neighborhood. We actually have mostly peaceful, like, okay, so the hardest part about today was that two squirrels were playing chase on the power lines. <laughs> and one of them jumped onto the transformer. And because it jumped onto the transformer box... It fried itself, and it had, you know, since we, like, little living beings, we have electricity running through us, it popped the transformer, so our whole block was out of power for about, like, three or four hours, and, yeah, that's the hardest part, is, like, no one cared for a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) but we, it was fixed by, like, 1.45 in the afternoon, I think it happened at, like, 10 or something. Maybe yeah, 9.30. Yeah, it was like 1.30, 1.45 when they called back and said yeah. everything. Yeah. They were thrown off, though. Like, I had never gotten, like, the personal call from, like, the power guy. Because he was just like, is your power on? Did you try switching your records? Like, you guys are the only ones who called in. <laughs> he thought maybe it was just an issue with our house or something. It was not our house. We saw the squirrel get fried, okay? Or we heard the squirrel get fried and saw the dead squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I think the poor thing's still up there. I don't know. I should check. Yeah, what did he do if he didn't take the squirrel off? I don't think he took the squirrel off. I don't know what he did. <laughs> Last time the squirrel, like, fell. But I'm thinking, like, the squirrel's just going to stay there unless a hawk comes in. Then the hawk's going to fry, right? Hawk Good question. Gonna... Like... I think you should have taken the squirrel down. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he did. It was pretty high. It was like funny because I don't even know what tool he used, but it totally looked like he had this giant machete that he went through the backyard. I'm like, I am glad you're working for the power company and you're not some crazy kid. But he literally looked like a mountain man too. And I was just like, mountain man with a giant machete. All right, then. (laughs) Please don't hurt my children. (laughs) But, you know. It was it was good. <laughs> he was very kind and very friendly. He was just popping into the coffee shop that you were working at anyone afterwards. So hopefully he didn't hunt you down and yeah, try to gate with a giant machete. I was hoping to see him there because I was like, hey, is he the power? He reminded me of Paul Hammond. Uh-huh. But, like, without the glasses. I think Paul has glasses. 
Oh, okay. Which no one knows who that is, except Keith. <laughs> yeah, Remind me of a guy. Yeah. So, that was our loveliness from today. That and Efrid was doing some crazy gymnastics on a tree, which was really fun. And we went to art class, which was fun too. They had lemon squares or mm -hmm. lemon bars. The guy was giving mm. out, you made them. The, the art teacher made lemon bars That's for the dedication. whole class. I know. He was really sweet. He's very nice. They all, like, Ephraim doesn't talk, and he just doesn't talk to people. <laughs> but, like, did he, eat a lemon bar, he did eat a lemon bar. Okay. He did. So, he appreciated the lemon barness. I guess they're doing podcasts there, too. I was learning. Really? What's yeah. You know, it was supposed to be like, he has like a lot of equipment, so he's actually doing like a real podcast. Wow. I know. Like, but not like a ton of equipment, but enough, like there's like one of those little boxes with channels and things. And a mixer? A mixer. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we had one of those, like when we originally started. Do you still have that? Where did that go? Did <laughs> take that back? I don't know. I really didn't need it. I don't know. We had it in like 2007. It was a lot to set up. It's a long time ago. Not a long time ago, but a long time ago, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty long time ago. Like technology-wise, that's like <laughs> decades ago, or at least, yeah. or like I mean, it was a dec more than a decade ago, but like a century or something almost in technology. A century ago. It's in technology, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so I hope we're packed up for tomorrow. I don't know. I didn't do toiletries, but I did pack every child and myself. I didn't do video game systems yet. <laughs> you know, here, so this is, like, this is one of those things where I feel like it is definitely on mom to prepare for a trip. Like, dad does some things, you know, like, gets the yeah. house ready and things. But, like, mom packs five people to the one person that dad packs. <laughs> and so... This is true, it's just, like, it's kind of difficult to go on trips. Like, I actually don't enjoy that part of it because I always, like, I'm going to leave something behind. And, I mean, yeah, okay, you could go buy it anywhere, but, like, I don't know. I'm not a very good consumeristic person, so I just, like, don't want to fall into that. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. How about I'll drive for you the entire way? Let's yeah. You. you can do that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, I hope my legs don't like decide to be all swelly and such. But hopefully they're not. I'll just stick them up on the dashboard. And they'll be okay. But otherwise, it'll be okay. Hmm. I do not like cars, guys. I do not like cars. No, not either. Mm mm. If I could take a train to my parents' house, I would. The only problem is, is the only trains that come by here come at three a.m. in the morning. Not a fan of 3 a.m. in the morning, Wait, either. Would the train stop on the way to their house now? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's tempting. It's tempting, I know. I know it would take a really long time. Like, how long was your train ride to Philadelphia that one time? Well, I had to go through D.C. Oh, uh, yeah. So you'd have to look, like, you'd have to look to see what you could do. You know, he's not going to look it up. Yeah. But I think you can directly go across because we used to get it from Harrisburg. We took it from Harrisburg out west and we went through like Pittsburgh and such. And so I think you could potentially take the train through there. 
but I don't know. It would be cool. Actually, you know, I would totally do that if that was the case, like, every time. I mean, it would be, well, you know, like, my parents insist on having the van still, so, like, we would have enough cars, seats, and things. Oh, that's a bus. Take a 10-hour bus. 10-hour bus. There's a train in there. I mean, it's already six hours to get through, so it's like, yeah. Anyway, I don't know if we have anything else interesting to say. But we like trains, and we like buses, and we don't like... Does it totally do it? No, it, it shows um, going from Cleveland to Washington, D.C. on a Greyhound bus, and then going to Union Station, and then taking the Keystone service back to... See, it doesn't make any sense yeah, it when it really does it. I think you can potentially do it, but it would be difficult. I know that you can go to West Virginia on the train, but literally, yeah, you have to go through D.C., which is, it's dumb. It's very dumb. Because there should be, like, something from Cleveland to across Pennsylvania. You need a car to drive, get anywhere around there. Yeah, it's very car-centric. So, we have to make the trek out. But, once we make the trek out, we don't have to drive an hour and a half once we get there. It's great. That is one bonus that I'm so excited about. And all you guys who drive a lot, how do you do it? Like, I don't like cars. Like, I get sick in cars. Cars hurt my legs through the bed. And I just get really, I don't like to sit. Maybe that's my problem. I'm just not very good at sitting for that long in one place. Give me the mountains and a close proximity to the mountains and or the nature of some sort. And less than a half an hour drive and I'll be okay. If you can't get to Lancaster on Amtrak, you have to transfer to Pittsburgh though. That's not that bad. And it takes you uh, 11 hours and 43 minutes. Oh, 11 hours and 43 minutes though. Yeah, it's two and a half hour layover. Two and a half hour layover in Pittsburgh. See, so what I think is what we should do is drive to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then go from there. Anyway, is that all? Do you have anything else? Oh, on our podcast? Yeah. Wait a minute, that's confusing. What's confusing? They took away that direct train route once after Pittsburgh. What? I'm annoyed. That's crazy. Do you have anything else exciting? You're going to announce that Google is doing something? I don't know. (laughs) What? Oh, is Google doing something? I don't know. I don't know what Google is doing. What's my flash briefing for today? What's your flash briefing? I, I, I mean, there's a bunch of political stuff happening. People, politicians are being angry at each other. Well, that's, that's pretty much you could just say. Rah, that. rah, rah. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Um, there's people who are preparing for elections that are happening in like two years. Um, so okay, what's want, non-political want, news? Oh, I was just going to say, we could talk about the one politician idea to pay back to forgive student loans oh that would be okay-ish i mean i'm okay i'm all for it like by the time like it could possibly go in effect our student loans would be paid off okay so the so the one thing about like i mean i don't know everything about it but the one thing about that the objection i hear about you know the socialist economy more so where you pay a bunch of taxes, but you then um, 
have free education and then like pretty much free health care, right? Yeah. Like people just get really annoyed because then there's everything else is really expensive, I guess. They, they, they say that the cost of living is so high. But I don't feel like the cost of living is that ridiculously high. Most places, is it that? I mean, because they were, the, like, I don't know. I guess in America, like, we do things like we leave our hot water heater on all the time, right? And so other places, they don't have central heat, so they don't, they just put on a space heater and then they turn it off at night mm-hmm. when they need it. Like, whereas here we have central air, central heat that runs all the time. And so are we more energy efficient? No, probably not. No. I mean, you could have instant hot water heater. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, so there's things that like, they people would say they're more, few, like, Europeans, things are supposed to be more expensive, and they are more fu- that frugal. That comes the cost of fuel, though, and I don't feel like the cost of fuel is driven by socialist safety net policies. But then, like, also, like, groceries and things, like, you don't cost eat. Cost of fuel. Okay. So it depends on like location of land and things. I mean, the United States probably you know has a lot of well, the United States produces a lot of its own oil. Well, I almost just wonder too, like if we just are just used to having absolutely everything at our fingertips. Like part of it is just we want to have the the ability to have everything. And I don't, I got into a person's a conversation with someone about like living seasonally, mm-hmm. and. She just would say that, oh, then they, you know, they had issues with scurvy or things or like they lost all their teeth so early on and, you know, like that were vitamin deficient. But like, no, like people who didn't, who left, who, people who truly ate seasonally and didn't eat anything else. Like, okay, so you don't have blueberries except in the summer Mm -hmm. because that's when they're grown where we live. Yeah. And unless you froze them. So you yeah. froze them or you yeah, canned them. Concept. So you don't have those things outside of that. And I don't know, the, the person I was talking with, she said that, um, you know, like people then suffered with vitamin deficiencies and things because they, you know, we only ate stored apples and stored root vegetables and things. But I was thinking at the end of the day that a lot of people don't eat those vegetables, and so probably... Are they talking about like a long time ago or like somebody who did it last year? No, a long time ago. Okay. Well, we also didn't have knowledge of all the nutrients we needed back Yeah. Then. So like, what if we... So if we ate seasonally now, would we be better... Like, would we be able to have more nutrients? Probably. We certainly have enough information. And we also are able to, to grow things that normally that. didn't grow locally, now locally. Like, bok choy is probably something we didn't, wouldn't have yeah. grown locally, but now we grow locally. I'm just trying to think about this through, like, because I feel like there's got to be a better solution to the way that we present ourselves with food, that everything is, like, mass-marketed, produced. Mm-hmm. It just seems like there's, like, something's going to collapse in that. Certainly, it's awfully reliant on a ton of corn and a ton of cows and stuff like that. Yeah. Most particularly a ton of corn. The other thing I was just noticing that, so so this is interesting. I don't know if you were, the, um, so I get flour delivery for my, for my mom 
and right now I guess it's it's supposed to be a sustainable flower delivery and thing like with a sustainable agriculture where the fair trade or whatever but it comes all the way from South America when I was buying this I didn't know this but then my mom was telling me this that it came from South America apparently I didn't read that part I just saw like sustainable fair trade whatever so here's the thing they do a lot of crazy things they put it all in plastic they shrink wrap it and such but my latest one got held up at customs they wouldn't let it go Wow. Yeah. So did it like... It uh, died. Yeah. Did they refund it then? So they are giving me a new one for free. Yeah. Okay. Weird. I know. I thought that was a very interesting little... That's remarkable. I mean, because I thought some things, some places worked with local florists. I know. So I'm wondering like... I kind of want to stop the subscription because I'm kind of upset with the fact that it's not a local florist. I would rather it be a local florist. And that's what I thought I was getting originally. And then I was like, wait, okay, that's not what it was. Hmm. Um, and I don't think it's, I mean, it's reasonable. Because when you have a subscription to something, they make things less expensive. And mm-hmm. you can kind of do it like half. You don't have to do it every month. You can do like half the month or less than that. Like yeah. three or four times a month and still get the subscription price. Just enough so that yay, like no, you're gonna be keep coming back. But I know that I don't know. I I I'm a fan of things keeping things locally as much as you can, just because it actually keeps the people who are in your community employed more so. Mm-hmm. Seems like if you knew the one florist in the area, like you could like just call them and ask them. You know, and that's the thing is, I actually do know the florist. (laughs) (laughs) I literally have talked to the florist. Oh. I've literally sat in church with the florist. (laughs) (laughs) So I should just say, hey, do you want to send my mom flowers every month and bill me? (laughs) (laughs) I will do that next time. Yeah. So, okay, so I need to resolve to end my subscription and set up something with their local florist. Actually, you know what, though? They moved. Wow. Oh, that's right. Your parents moved. Yeah. yeah. So I don't actually know the local florist for there. I was about to ask that. I was like, are you sure? I did know the local florist because it was where I grew up. But mm-hmm. now there's a different one. But I can figure it out. It's still figure it outable. Figure outable. Spend our extra time there interviewing florists. We could. <laughs> we could. All right, my dear. Uh-huh. You look like you're very into your programming, so uh, I'm going to let you go. To add, like, a little bit here. I've been talking. I know, but you seem like I, you want to, to program. Student loans. Oh, student loans. You talk about student oh, loans. Oh, I don't know. Well, what do you think? Do you think the government should forgive a bunch of stupid loans? Is it fair? Does it matter if it's fair? So this is going to sound really dumb to me. I don't know, but I just kind of get, like, part of me thinks that, like, it might just perpetuate the myth that you need, like, to have this for your education by doing so. I don't know. Like, the education of college degree is everything. And that's what bugs me about it. Like, I do think it's kind of ridiculous, and I don't think it's a good thing that education is so expensive. 
But what about but, somebody who is kind of like conned into believing this is I had to do this and they ended up with a hundred thousand dollars? I do think they should at least forgive some of that because like it is making people not even want to have children because they can't afford yeah. them. Well, so big, I do think that is probably a good thing. This is the big point that it's a drag in the economy. It keeps people from having kids and buying houses. Yeah. So it probably costs the government more in the long run, too. Where is the money going that, like, so, the, I, mean, I don't know, the, the professors that I went to school with, their salaries weren't that big. So where does the money go to when the kids pay so much money? I don't is it just for funding giant new buildings? It could be. Although you'd think those would be like have special funds for like. Like I thought people would like, like donate money for those buildings, but do they not really donate the money? Or are some of these places actually having college professors have like substantial salaries? Maybe that one I went to was just weird. I don't mm-hmm. know. But they definitely didn't earn like huge salaries. Yeah. So. I just wonder that. Is it going into the food that they throw out every day? Probably. This is the other part of the plan was to um, make public universities free. Okay. Well, you know you can get like all of MIT's course load on for free right now, right? Like mm-hmm. you can get all of it for free and you can learn how to code there for free. That's true. I mean, that's one thing that's happening, you know, as a kind of a natural thing is that a lot more programming jobs are removing college degree requirements because it's just it's good i think because it's probably not that necessary to go to a four-year school for programming i don't know at least from your bits of knowledge that you throw at me i keep keep thinking those people learn more than me in six months at a code school yeah yeah and then i don't know i mean i think i guess i learned a lot Probably had to go to school to learn what I learned. <laughs> but, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. is like a lot of other professions will still require a college degree for the foreseeable future. And it's kind of not fair that you either have... If you want to be a teacher, and we need teachers... I do think the teachers, the way that they do teacher college-ness stuff needs to be better. <laughs> but It's like your choice is to go in 100 grand in debt. Yeah, so that that is definitely... like there's there, Yeah, so teachers don't make anything and they do they are forced to have so ridiculous yeah that one i would all the teachers i definitely say that all of their debt should be all all the all the people whose jobs like they earn a certain certain less amount i don't know the profession the median income of a teacher is what fifty thousand or less yeah so that would be something that would be I would think they would need to have their loans forgiven because how are they going to ever pay for that? They're going to be paying that for like 60. Right. And actually a big thing that's happening now is so the government's taking over most of the loans and the government gets like no money from these loans because they get they can get deferred based on your income. So if your income's like perpetually low, like you're not paying this thing back anyway. Yeah. So then you basically just need to forgive the loans. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, what's what's happened is we've gotten to this thing where it's But What does the government get from that? Does it actually get money? Is that is how many trillions of dollars in debt are people in loans? Like, because you know how the, the the deficit is, like, what, $7 trillion yeah, or something like not, that? It's not making the deficit less. I mean, if you just... 
No, but it makes it potentially more. Together without funding it anyway, your deficit gets larger over time. Yeah. But it's not like a big money maker for the government because they're getting a pretty pitiful interest rate on these loans. Yeah. That is true. They are pretty pitiful. So would we actually get our loans forgiven our like last little bits? I think like if this could ever pass, just those dynamics of Congress and based on you know presidential elections, our loans and like you figure there'd be like a a, a time between the law being passed and actually you know taking effect. I think our loans would then be paid off by the earliest possible that loans could be forgiven. Okay. Because yeah. our loans weren't that bad, but people came who came after us. Like, like five years after us. after us or less. Like, cause, because really? actually when we were in school, like you noticed this too. Like when I was in school, the first year I went to school, I think was half the price of when I ended school, the last year of school. Yeah. Like the tuition went up that much. And I think it was across the U.S. that it did that. Yeah. Like, because you had it that same thing. The interest rates also went up. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. So I think I think you feel like it goes beyond like oh, just all these people made bad decisions. Like they were basically. That's true. You you actually you yes you actually made some good points there. Especially that I I sympathize completely with the teacher thing because, I know so many teachers who have not been able to pay off their loans and just like literally live in poverty to be able to, to do what they do. And I mean it's just yeah that's not okay. And also social workers. Yeah. Like, those are guys that are very important. Or and anybody they, else who graduated in, like, 2009, and there was no jobs to go to. And they ended... Yeah, their 2009, wages actually, yeah. They'll, like, permanently lose, like, on average, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars of wages over their careers based on coming in the job market when they did. Yeah. Because people then, people then base your salary based off of what you made before, which also should be made illegal. It's already been kind of... People are taking steps against that, and certain states making it illegal to ask for salary history yeah um, but i'm thinking like also people who are writers or people who are like just in jobs where they don't yeah that's a, yeah there's a lot of them and you're saying 2009 was when okay okay you have changed my opinion <laughs> i'm not saying i wasn't saying no i was just no, like no, i'm kind of annoyed at the society's influence on certain things but yeah. that's just my own personal beef i mean if it's the system doesn't change well we're gonna try to be smart enough to steer our kids towards not taking on loads and loads of debt yeah even if that means a non-traditional path of educating yourself but yeah i read a book about hacking your education and not going to school yeah it's and hard to rely on everybody to figure that out because you know what it's not an easy path it isn't you know it is not you actually have to really be able to not to accept a lot of rejection and most people are not very keen on doing that <laughs> and you have to really like be strategic mm-hmm. and you have to be resourceful and i don't know if all of my children will be very resourceful yeah i don't know hopefully some of them picked up some resourcefulness but i don't know if all of them did so <laughs> yeah so what do you guys think about student loan forgiveness and all of the college craziness. We'd love to hear about it. All right. Have a good night. I think I'm going to let you go because I think he needs to program some more for his app release. Okay. All program, right. Program, program, One, program, two, program. Zero, program. Zero. Spiky. <laughs> Rosemary. Bye-bye. <laughs>